King of heaven, my King forever. Oh, my King, oh, my King. Sing that out one more time. Oh, praise to the Lord most high. Oh, praise to the one who saved my life. Oh, praise to Jesus Christ, our King of heaven, my King forever. Let's give him some praise this morning. Good morning, everyone. You can go ahead and have a seat. It is such a blessing to be able to worship together today, whether you're online or right here on campus with us. And as I'm hearing this song, I just think, what does it look like to lay our whole life down? What does that look like? And I can tell you the vision that you're going to hear about today and the things that we are all about is just that. And I'm going to tell you about a few things that are happening and laying our whole life down means being not about us. It's being about God. And it's being about the people that he has brought to us. And so here are some ways that you can engage here at Salem Fields by doing that. We have something coming up this Wednesday called Dinner and Discipleship. This is an opportunity for families from preschoolers all the way up with kids all ages to come around the table to have dinner together. Church is going to provide you a dinner. And then we are going to engage in God's word in fun and creative ways right here on campus. So you don't want to miss that this Wednesday. You need to sign up today or tomorrow. Signups are in the lobby or you can email me, carrie at salemfields.com to get your family registered because you don't want to miss this. It's a time to dig deep together in the word. Now we also have an intergenerational Thanksgiving coming up. It's on November 17th from 5.30 to 8.30 right here at Salem Fields where we can gather together across generations and we can serve one another and join together in thanks as we join on Thanksgiving dinner. Now we also have the Thurman Brisbane decorating opportunity where we're going to be able to bless others by bringing some Christmas spirit in a space that might not always have that cheer. And so that's on November 21st from 2 to 3.30. Now, this starts to sound like a list of a lot of things to do, but I can tell you this is all about who we are. We're a people that are for Spotsy. We're a people that are for God. And you're going to hear about more things and more ways to do that, like sign-ups in the lobby to write encouraging notes to teachers. And it won't stop because God's mission is not going to stop. And we're going to go ahead and continue as there's a message from our board. Good morning, church family. Justin Mosser. Uh... I'm your board secretary, and this month is an extremely important month. It's Pastor Appreciation Month. So our board is excited to present some gifts to our staff. Um, for 20-plus years, our church has boasted an amazing pastoral staff and grown people in God's word. And James and his team right now are continuing that tradition. And uh, we have these gifts for you, James. Come on up, bud. Thank you for all that you're doing, what you're going to do. We appreciate you. Those aren't all for you. So, yeah, there's, yeah, make sure you, yep, James, no, no, James, no, James. pass those out. Thank you, sir. Hey, can we stand to our feet as we continue to worship? We serve a good God, don't we? He's always worthy of our praise. So let's just continue to give an offering of praise up to him. Amen.
Savior save thy strength indeed is more child of weakness watch and pray find me in thine all in all cause Jesus paid it all all to him I owe sin had left a crimson stain he washed it white as
So, Father, we thank you for that truth, Lord. You are a victory. You are a hope. You paid it all so that we could have life and we could have life eternally with you. And so I just pray, Father, that we would carry that hope beyond these moments. God, that we would just stand before you and just be a vessel for you to carry this message of hope. That is what we desire to be. So we just want to declare, Father, send me. Send us, Lord, wherever you would have us. As we carry your hope into this world. If it's bandaging the broken, a washing filthy feet, here I am, Lord, send me. If it's loving one another, even when we don't agree,
rise. God, send us into the nations. Father, we want to be available to you in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in the workplace, in the schools. To the ends of the earth, we want to be available. Lord, send us. Father, we want to carry your hope. We want to be light bearers to bring people to the realization that you are for them, that you, that you love them, that you died for them, Father. If we could just believe this, if we could just receive your resurrection power, the change that could happen. And so we want to be available to you, Father. We want you to send us to the ends of the earth. And so we declare, send us, Lord, send us. Here I am, Lord, send me. Come on. Here I am, Lord, oh, send me. Yeah. Here I am, Lord, send me. Here I am, Lord, send me. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your presence. God, speak to us. Let us withhold nothing from you. Father, the greatest life lived is the one that has surrendered and yielded to your Holy Spirit. So we just pray that you would just continue to move, continue to lead us. Be with Pastor James as he delivers this message and this vision that you've given Salem Fields to be in this community, in this world. All for your honor, your glory, and your praise, Jesus. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning to you. How you doing today? Let me, before I get started, uh, before we run into a new series, I was running. <laughs> we want to uh, make sure we don't just take the whole series on real relationships and just kind of move past it. So I want to encourage you to take a look at the Pastor's Book Club that's going to start on Wednesday, the second and fourth Wednesday of the month. It's going to be part of that Dinners and Discipleship series. And we just really want you to jump in one of those series. Here's the great thing about the series. If you want to do this relationship thing, real relationships, where you're investing in people and people are investing in you, one of the great ways of doing that is looking at this book. Leonard Sweet wrote it. He's been here before. He's spoken. And he's talking about these 11 relationships that you want in your life that will help you to invest in people and have people invest in you. And so if you're interested in that, you can sign up at groups at salemfields.com 
or james at salemfields.com. We would love you to come and do dinner with us and do the group. We're going to do the group live and online. So you'll get more information about that as you sign up. You wouldn't think that would take that much energy out of me, but it did. <laughs> um, so uh, this morning, I want to give you an update on vision. About a year and a couple of months ago, I arrived here at Salem Fields right in the middle of the pandemic. In fact, we opened services a couple of months after I arrived here, and it took about six or seven months to think and to pray and to dream, to talk to the board, to talk to staff, to talk to some of you, to begin to think through what God wanted us to do in the future and how we would go forward into the future. And so last May, I laid out a five-year vision for Salem Fields Community Church, a vision that I believe was audacious, a vision that I believe uh, that would put us in front of the curb, and a vision that I believe that God had prepared us for uh, that was out in front of what God is doing. I, I said to you during that message that God is never behind us pushing us into the future. That's not God's posture. God is always into the future, calling us, calling us and encouraging us to run into the future. And so this vision that I laid out is all about that. Back in 1987, Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple Computers, uh, made this statement. Here's the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in a square hole, the ones who see things differently, they're not fond of rules and they have no respect for the status quo. You can praise them, disagree with them, quote them, disbelieve them, glorify them, vilify them. About the only thing that you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see them we see geniuses because, thank you, sir, because the people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who usually do. The scripture says this, uh, where there is no vision, where there is no vision, the people perish. The old proverb is true today as it was when it was written for that covenant community of Israel. Our visions shape us. Our visions control us. Our visions are the determining factors in who we are and what we become. Our vision of how we want to look determines the clothing we buy, the barber or the beautician that we go to, and the accessories that we wear. Our vision of what it means to be parents, what it means to be a spouse or a friend largely determines the relationships that we have with other people. Our vision of what family means, determines what our families become. Our vision of what marriage is all about determines what our marriages become. Likewise, vision shapes nations, movements, institutions, industries, and especially the church of Jesus Christ. Our vision or the lack of vision determines our interests, our directions, our finances, and it affects the totality of the human experience. No part of our life is untouched by our vision's influence. Unless a church has a shared vision, in due time it will, succeed, it will not succeed in its mission. If there is no vision, if there's no shared vision in the church, it will not succeed 
And we're called to be a church on mission, a church on vision. Jesus gave us a, a great commission before he left. He said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teach them everything that I have commanded you, and I will be with you as you do this day after day after day. Because after all, those first Christians were always moved by and with vision for God. Christianity emerged because of a few frady cats went from being people scared and huddled in fear in upper room and, and once transformed by, from the inside out by the power of God, they, they were turned into God-centered and empowered visionaries who turned the world right side up. As John Wesley once declared, give me a hundred men who love nothing but God and hate nothing but sin, and I will shake the whole world for Christ. Proverbs 29, 18 says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. Or maybe you learned it this way. <laughs> if there is no vision, the people perish Salem Fields Community Church's vision is a post-COVID-19 look into the future. It's this central, decentralized view of the church where the church in the future, we, we move from one campus to a multi-campus look of in-home and in, in live and online and global multi-campus experience. So we must employ this process of visioning or we will vanish. There is nothing written in the stars that says the Salem Fields Community Church has to keep on going strong into the future. In fact, if we look at the stats and the facts, the capital C, the church, as envisioned in the last couple of hundred years in the West, is dying I read a stat the other day. I'm taking a class by George Barner, and it talked. The stat talked about some work, research they did in the last year. Four reasons why 22% of the church has left. People have left church, left online, left in person, gone. 22%. And here's the four four reasons. Some of these you're going to like, and some of them you're not. <laughs> Some of you are going to like. The first one is over-focusing on content at the expense of connection. Here's what we know at Salem Fields Community Church. You can find great content. If you go online, you can find people to spend millions of dollars to give you great content. What they can give you is great connection. So churches that focus on content at the expense of connection, that's where people are leaving. Number two, an obsession with attracting and not equipping. An obsession with bringing people in but not equipping them, as the Great Commission says, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and I'll be with you as you do this. You're not going to like the third one. The third reason is Christian meanness on social media. You say, well, James, I didn't, make the, I didn't make it. I just pushed along. I just kind of forwarded it. Christian meanness on social media. And number four, last but not least, making politics and ideology more important than theology. There is no guarantee that the Christian church, as constituted in the last 
couple of hundred years and the West is going to be the church that it was, the church that we enjoyed. Here's what we know. The church in the East is growing by, by wildfire. The places where the church is being persecuted the most, it is growing the most. Imagine that. And yet we run with great fear away from persecution. Maybe a little persecution would be good for us. But here's the deal. Without a church being on mission, unless we're on mission, unless we have some driving force, some, some mission and vision, we will not exist to be. So, so we must employ this process of visioning. So how are we doing? How are we doing on the vision thing? How are we doing looking at this deconstructed view of the church in multi-campus situation. Can I say this to you? Let me tell you this. Let me, let me confess this. I am so impatient. I am so impatient. I'm not a person that, that waits around trying to uh, uh, take one step at a time. I'm often running. I'm a road runner kind of person. And, and I, I'm, I'm frustrated because we haven't done more than what we've done already. I'm always pushing and pushing and pushing. And my staff has to say, James, one step at a time. You've seen Tim up here, who's our, our interim executive pastor. He always says to me, James, you take one step at a time one step at a time, and I'm pushing, and I'm pushing, and I'm pushing. So how have we done on the visioning thing? I'm glad you asked. So completed already. From, from May when we set this thing out to October, what we've done already is we've hired our next generation pastor, Carrie Dillman. You saw Carrie this morning. I'm so glad she's on board. She, we hired her. We've hired our live campus pastor. You've met Pastor Chris. If you haven't, you'll see him out in the foyer. We've hired him. We transitioned and hired our global ministry pastor. And as we sent uh, Kelly, as we sent him to the Philippines and you're supporting him, your gifts and your prayers are supporting him. And some of you serve on his board. He is serving as our global ministry pastor. He's over kind of the Philippines ministry, the, the ministry in Nigeria, and the ministry in India. So we've launched our global campus pastor. We've hired our life group pastor. Pastor Rini moved over from children to life groups, and she's doing some amazing stuff. And in a little bit, you'll get an Advent devotional that she wrote. She is so talented, and we're so glad to have her there. We've done some mission focus groups. Remember, we wanted you to engage in the mission, so we had some focus groups where we were able to talk to you and get your ideas. And we also have done a temporary rebrand of Salem Fields Community Church, and so you should see some of that in the days to come. So I decided that November would be a time that we would roll out some more stuff, and so here's what's coming in November. Put your seatbelts on, because it's coming fast. Uh, we will release our first new music video from our Selling Fields worship team at the end of this service, and you're going to love it. We've started our four spotsy, our four spotsy outreach. There's so many things that we hear about the church. The church is against this, and the church is not for this, and the church doesn't like this. And sometimes people need to hear what the church is for. And here's the deal. You know what we're for? We're for Spotsylvania County. 
And so we have this new team that we, we, we're praying that all of you will be a part of, and we're calling it Four Spotsy. Selling Fields is Four Spotsy and beyond, and we want to we wanna do all that we can do to engage, to impact, to serve, to reach, to love, to connect with Spotsylvania County. We want to be there for our schools. We want to be there for our, our law enforcement. We want to be there for our first responders. We want to be there for our citizens. We want to be about Spotsy. And so when you leave here today, you'll be able to go to the kiosk in the middle of the foyer there. And that we put it there on purpose. We hope you trip over it because we want you to realize that we are for Spotsy. And so today, today, You'll be able to leave here, and you'll be able to go and get a couple of note cards. You know what we want to do? We want to encourage our staffs of two of the schools that are closest to us. And so Freedom Middle School and Smith Station Elementary, we have cards there, and we want to write appreciation cards to all of our staff at those two schools. Because if you know by now, the last two years have been tough years to be in education in our community. Tough years. It, 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 with all the stuff that has happened with COVID and all the differences of opinion on how the school system should deal with it, in the middle of that is teachers and parents and staff and administration who are just called to love on kids and, and called to help parents rear great kids. And so one of the things that we want to do and one of the things that, that we're launching is for Spossy, but even today you can engage and be part of the vision by grabbing a card from Freedom Middle and a card from, from Smith Station and just filling out that note card and bringing it back so we can take those notes of appreciation and we can give them to the staff at those two schools. We have a new website and a mobile app that's going to launch this week, and we'll tell you when that's ready. We, we've been working on it and uh, putting a lot of time into it, but it will be a more clear and concise uh, a website and a mobile app where you'll be able to follow and connect and give, and we're excited about that. We have a next generation rebrand where we bring children and students together with families and next generation we have new life groups that are launching this month, and dinner and discipleship is a part of that. And so you know that we have a goal that 80% of you would be in a life group. What is a life group? A life group is the umbrella of all the groups, all the discipleship groups that we have. We have book clubs in it. We have small groups in it. We have, we have uh, um, softball in it and volleyball coming and, and all of that goes in a life group. And life groups are there so that you can connect, so that you can be discipled, so that you can belong in the family. And we have a guest services launch. Guest services is taking kind of the new name for our welcome team. And guest services goes beyond welcome. Guest services look at, looks at the parking lot from the time a person drives in the parking lot to the time that they sit in the seats and the time that they get out of the seats and get back into the parking lot. Guest services is there to make everyone feel at home. Here's the deal. We want you to be a visitor only for a moment. 
We want you to feel at home. We want you to belong. And guest services will help you to belong. The last thing that's coming soon, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, is our Sell and Feel studio will be opening in November. So let me talk about 2022 and some of the things that are coming in the future that we're excited about. We'll hire online campus pastor in 2022. We'll, uh, we'll start our online uh, campus launch. And you know what online campus will look like. It will not look like peering in. So those of you who are online, we, we love the fact that you're here, but we don't want you to peer in. We want to make content specifically for the online community. We're excited about that. We're going to begin to put together some home campus resources so that if you want to do a, a, a home campus, we will have some resources. We'll train you so that you can launch a home campus church. Here's what we know. There are people, and the home campus church is, is growing and thriving, and we want to be a part of that. We have a couple of worship experiences that we will be launching in 2022. One is called The Gathering. One is called a gathering where we move away from kind of a talking head situation where you're all looking up here and we're gathering around a table where we get an opportunity to interact with one another and get to know one another in an interactive worship experience. And then also the collective worship experience. Our band is getting ready to go on the road and we're going to be doing pop-up concerts all over Spotsylvania County sometimes in the field, sometimes in the school parking lot. But working together with other church worship, worship team, we want to get out on the road and start to do things and have and go there instead of always asking people to come here. And this is just hot off the stove. Uh, in 2022, we'll break ground for the Salem Fields Antioch Assisted Living Facility and Memory Care Center. I am so happy about this. Your former pastors, Buddy and Gay Marson, had a dream, a dream that we would minister to people wherever and whenever, a dream that we would bring hope to people no matter what age that they're in. And so they, they started this partnership, and COVID happened, and everything stopped, and we didn't know whether or not it would work. We gave 10 acres, and we're part of it, and, and I got a phone call and an email a couple of months ago that said that uh, we're ready. They've closed on the bonds. And here's the most exciting thing. It's exciting that it's right on our campus, 10 acres right on our campus, where more than 250 people will be able to live and be cared for. And you know what the great, greatest thing is? We'll have people on the team here who will be care pastors that will minister exactly to that community. You talk about being for Spotsy. I love that. I absolutely love that. And so there's a whole bunch of things that are happening. I, I, like I said, I'm impatient. I'm ready to go. And sometimes someone, someone said to me as I, as, as I was leading the first service, you know, we'll pray for your impatience, James, right? And that's true because sometimes, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Sometimes you can get ahead of God. And sometimes God gets in your way and says, no, no, stop, slow down, Hayward. I know what's going to, I know what things look, look like on the other side of this, so just slow down for a moment. And I'm all about God saying, stop and slow down. 
But here's the deal. I know I would rather tell God to slow me down and stop me than to have be in a situation where I'm doing nothing and God doesn't have to do anything and the adversary doesn't get upset either. I want to be a church where God will say, slow down. I want to be a church that's so passionate about being for spotsy, so passionate about seeing teenagers and children come to be in relationship, to being a church that's so passionate about taking families and helping families to raise good and healthy and, and, and sold-out champions for Jesus Christ in their day. I want to be so passionate of being a church that is about being in the community and loving on our first responders and our teachers and our police officers. I want to be a church that's for Spotsy. And here's the deal. We can do that. We can do that, but it will take all of us together, all of us playing a role, all of us playing a part. See, I just believe, I just believe that as a community of faith, we can make a difference we can change the moral fabric of our community. This has been a church that's always been about vision. From the first time that, that this place was found, 75 acres out here in the cornfield, from the first time that, that Gay and Buddy and Chris looked at this, this property, it's always been about being a visionary church. It's always been about going forward. And we just, we just join we just join in that effort. The baton has been passed to this community, this group of people. And the question is, will we take the baton and what will we do with it? And how will we handle it? And when people, when we are, are, are passed on and, and people look back, the question is, what will we have done in a post-COVID kind of move-out situation? Will we have been counted as being faithful? Will we hand it to the next generation? The church is always one generation from dying. Now, you could sit back and you could say, James, well... There's, got a, there's a ton of people at Selim Fields Community Church. I'll let them do it. I'll just show up and drop something in the offering plate every now and then. I'll let them do it. Can I say something to you? That this will happen as we all get engaged. And God has a role for you to play. God is giving you gifts and graces and talents and experiences. And there are some things that will never get done unless you engage, because God wants to use you. You might think, well, James, I don't know why I'm here. God knows why you're here. You're not here by mistake. You're not here by accident. And whether you're a child, a kindergarten child, or you're a person who's 70, 80 years old in the, in the uh, Just Older Youth Club, which I just realized the other day that I joined at 55, <laughs> I think, they I think they take you at 55 and up. And, and they have said to me, James, you're part of the club now. And I know I don't look like that, but apparently I am. <laughs> so our goal of helping the world to belong, to believe, to become, to belong in community, to believe in Jesus Christ, and to become champions 
that are transforming the world. If that's going to happen, we have to reach beyond our usual modes and methods of community engagement, of worship, of discipleship, of ministry, of going and giving. Because the scripture says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. And the reverse is true also. Without people, without people vanish, visions perish. If our society ever needed to belong, to believe, to become, it's as we move out of this, whatever this pandemic thing that we've been dealing with, and we move into a new reality. And so I believe that we're here for such a time as this, that God has called us together, different looks, different personalities, different politics, different career goals, different graces, different gifts. He's called us together in unity for such a time as this. Belonging, believing, and becoming doesn't happen by chance. It always requires intentional, intentional ministry and mission engagement by the people of God who are called to love him vertical Love him for all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbors as ourself. So our goal is audacious. It's something that we can't achieve by ourselves. It's something that I can't achieve by myself. The staff won't be able to achieve it. The board won't be able to achieve it. But when all of us are working together and all of us find our place find our place at the table, then God can do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can even think or imagine. God can do amazing things. And so I'm not, I'm not saying, God, would you come bless what we're doing? I've been praying and fasting. God, would you show me what you're doing? so we can join you in it. So how can you, how can you be a part of us taking the next step in this vision? It's always been about four areas. I've talked about them when we first released this vision. Prayer, serve, reach, and give. The four areas. So let's talk about praying first. You got a sheet there next somewhere on the, the, the seats next to you. Would you pick that up and wave it at me? If you don't have one, find one. Get, get one. I want to make sure every family has one. Wave it at me. Here's the deal. I, I, I want you to take that home, and I want you to put it in your Bibles. Put it, put it on your refrigerator. Put it on the mirror where you get dressed in the morning. And I want you to pray over this vision. I, I want you to pray and, and make it a matter of prayer. And when you're praying, I, I want you to pray that God would give us favor, that God would give us favor and, and, and that we would move in and move forward. I want you to pray also, God, how would you have me engage the vision? How would you have me, how would you have me as, a, as a part of the community of faith, as a part of the, the church called Salem Fields Community Church? How would you have me engage the vision? What do you want me to do? What steps do you want me to take? How would you want me to serve? And then starting in January, we're going to get together collectively, and we're going to have some kind of prayer gathering together 
And, and the other thing I want you to do is I want you to make sure that you're getting the prayer. We put out a, a kind of a prayer guide every week. If, you, if you're not getting it, you can go online. You can see where it says prayer. You can hit it and download it there. And I, and I would encourage you to pray because these things, some of these things are never going to happen without concerted prayer. Prayer moves things. Prayer changes things. I'm here today because someone prayed for me. When I wasn't thinking and didn't even care, someone prayed for me. And I got a sneaking suspicion that many of you are here today because someone was praying for you. You might, you might not even know who it was. Someone prayed for you. Next is serve. How can you serve? Maybe you're hearing you say, James, I, I, I've been coming here for a long time and I, I, I don't feel connected and I, I don't serve. It's, you can get connected to serving because there's teams that you can serve, be a part of. So serving, next generation ministries. We need folks who will serve with next generation ministries. Our greatest gifts are our kids and our students. Now there's a whole process you have to go through because we want to keep our kids and our students safe. But if you're interested in serving in next generation, I am, I'm excited for you to do that. If you go out, outside in the foyer today, there's a little table that has all kinds of next generation um, ministry information. And I want you to touch base with them, touch base with Tone, touch base with Carrie, Pastor Carrie and Pastor Tone, and, and get involved in that area. Next area is guest services. It's one of the easiest areas to get into because you don't have to be trained forever. You got to be able to smile and you got to love people. And if you can smile and you love people and you want to make people feel at home and want to make people feel like they belong, guest services is the place for you. I already talked about it. From the time that a person drives up to the time that they leave, we are making them feel at home. Life groups. 80% is my goal of you being in life group. I talked about what life groups include. You want to connect? You want to serve? You can be a host of a life group. You can be a facilitator of life group. You can join a life group. And we have all kinds of life groups from softball teams to the book club that I'm doing. We, we, have, we have all kinds of life groups, big and small, that you can connect with. We got a marriage life group coming. All kinds of life groups. We have a 20-something life group that's running and going and running strong right now. All kinds of life groups that you can connect with and be involved in. We want you in a life group. And we need teachers and we need hosts to make that happen. Maybe you want to be a part of the four Spotsy team. Maybe you want to be a part of going out and loving and encouraging and reaching and connecting with our community. So we have a four Spotsy team, and we would love for you, we would love for you to join that team as we think of creative ways, whether it's the Brisbane Center, or, or whether it's Smith Station, or, or Freedom Middle School, or whether we're doing something for our first responders. We would love for you to join the four Spotsy team. We need a team of Salem fielders who would be in on that team and be helping us to look into the future of what it looks like to engage our community. We need some grounds and facility, folks. We have 75 acres here, and we have an aging building, 
And we would love some folks who would just say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow after the tractor. I, I, I'm going I'm to be cutting around. The, I'm going to be using a weed whacker. I'm going to be looking at the facility. I'm going to be involved. What I'm trying to say to you is there's a place for you, a place for you to serve. Maybe you would want to be in the creative arts or production team. All of the stuff that you see happen on Sunday morning, all of it has people who have to be involved, have to make it happen. Reach. Some of you are already doing this. You're already supporting some of the ministries that happen in the Philippines and Nigeria and in India on our global campus. But there'll be holiday outreaches. Maybe today you would say, well, James hadn't planned on lighting up the community for Halloween, but, you know, I, I, I guarantee that the candy is on sale right now at Walmart. They're trying to move it right now. You are, in, you are fortunate. You waited to the last minute, and you're, you can get cheap candy. I went to CVS the other day, and they were, play, they were doing two packages for the price of one package that they had done just two days before. I'm a kind of person like that. I wait till the last minute, and every now and then you get lucky. And so maybe you hadn't planned on lighting up your community, but you just decide, well, I'm just going to get some candy, and I'm going to not wait for people to knock on my door. I'm going to be out in the community. I'm going to say hi to the parents I'm going to be involved in the holiday outreaches, and we'll do stuff at Brisbane Center, and we have some holiday outreaches that are coming. And last but not least, give. It wouldn't be a vision uh, a message without talking about giving. And, and I'm so glad that we have a, a group of givers here who have been faithful. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you for, uh, I'm going to ask for a specific give um, because one of the things that we're gonna, we want to open by the end of November is what we call our Salem Fields Studio. And here's what the studio is. The studio is a place where we can be involved in connecting with the community live, online, global, and spicy all over the place. The studio will be places where I do all of the taping for the online messages, the music videos. Uh, we'll do stuff like we'll put together life group, uh, life group kind of videos on different Bible studies. And here's the point of the studio. The point of the studio is to connect with people, to connect with people so that people have access to the word and so that students grow and, and, and become disciples, so that parents can work with the studio and some of our content so that they can disciple their children. It's a place where people will be able to connect with our online so that if they can't go to church, if they have to work or whatever the case might be, they will still be able to connect. We got a key gift for our studio of $10,000 a couple of months ago. And, and we were able to buy all the equipment for the studio with that $10,000. What we need is we need some money to complete the st studio so that we can open it by the end of November. Now, I realize, I realize that as I, as I make this ask, that we have Thanksgiving offering coming up later in, in November. And we have regular tithes and offerings going on. 
And so here's what I'm not saying to you. I'm not saying to you divert your money from tithes and offerings or from global stuff that you're already doing or for the Thanksgiving offering for folks who are connected here. I'm not asking you to do that. But I'm asking you that if God would lay on your heart to give sacrificially, we need to, we need to come up with about 10K to finish the studio. To make it happen, I believe the studio is the next big step in us moving this mission forward. Because what we haven't done yet is the online campus and the home campus. And the studio will make all the content for those kind of things will be made in that studio. And that will push our vision forward. I, I can't tell you the great stuff that's going to happen in that studio. I think it's beyond what we have already thought about. And so, so I don't know whether I need nine people to give $1,000 or 18 people to give $500. I don't know how it will come up. But I just believe that God is going to lay on someone's heart to, to give sacrificially so that we can get that done. And here's the deal. It will be live, and you'll see it every, every Sunday morning. There will be VJs there that will do the announcements. And we'll be connect, connecting with people all over the world and in Spassi through that studio. So here's the deal. If God would lay that on your heart, if God would lay that on your heart, you can email me at James at Salem Fields or you can go to our mobile app and you can just put it in and, and you can put love offering there and we'll know that that's for the studio. Folks, let me say something to you. As impatient as I am, I'm reminded today of all the things that God has done in just six or seven months. It's been amazing. And the reason why I believe it's been amazing is because we're not asking God to bless what we're doing. We're going where God is, and we're joining him in what he is doing. So vision 21 to 26 is an invitation for belongers, for belongers to move forward, to be out in front of everything that's going on. Let me end with this story. In my former church, I was at a moment just like today. And I was praying, Lord, like, what would you have me do? What does this church need to move forward? What, what is the thing that's really important for the church? And in that particular church, they were a Northern Virginia crowd. And um, they were, you know, they were all over the place. Fast paced. All, some of you commute up there. You know what it's like. They needed to connect. And so my, my goal was to put together a connecting place. I'd come from this place, and the last thing that I had done here as executive pastor has been be involved in kind of putting together the plan to do all that was out there in the foyer. And so they needed a connecting place. And, and, um, and so I decided to put a cafe, and the only spot that, re that was really to put it in it was right in the auditorium. Now, this was a little bit more traditional church. So it wasn't an auditorium, it was a sanctuary. And so I decided, you know, the crazy one, to put a cafe right smack dead in the middle of the sanctuary. Can I tell you, people didn't like that. Can I tell you, people were angry. 
Can I tell I, I remember a lady coming to me with her, with her husband or daughter saying, you know, when, when the food comes in the sanctuary, God, the Holy Spirit goes out the window. Had never heard that before. <laughs> and so there was opposition to it. But God had given us the vision, and, and I pushed through the opposition. And there were people who left the church and people who were angry and all of that kind of stuff. We pushed through it. We raised the money. We did the sweat equity. We made it happen. You know, in about five years, everybody in that church thought it was their idea. <laughs> everybody in that church was all of a sudden on board. They were on board from the very beginning. And the family that came to me and said to me, we're out. When I left there, they were the people running it all. And the cafe was able to, first responders could come in there and get coffee anytime they wanted to. They opened it up for the whole community to be involved. Sometimes the kids from Nova Community College would come across the street and they were involved in it. <laughs> when I left there, after 15 years, they named, one of the great honors was they named that cafe in my honor. Here's what I'm saying to you. Don't sign off after God has moved and has been involved in it and God is connecting with the globe and Spotsy in it. Be on board in the beginning. Be on board in the beginning. This church captured the imagination of God in its early days. I believe today we're in that mode again of capturing the imagination of God and our community. Be a part of it. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you so much for what you're doing, for the vision that you've given this place, this this huge, audacious vision that only happens because you're involved in it and your people jump in it and get involved in it. God, you want to use your people that you've gathered here and the people that will come because of what we're doing so that people don't just attend church, but your people belong in community, believe in your son, Jesus Christ, and become champions transforming the world so that your kingdom comes in Spotsylvania County and your will is done in Spotsylvania County as in heaven. Father, and even in a message like this, we believe that you're speaking and maybe today someone would be in a place where they would come into relationship for the very first time and you love that. And you said if, if, if people would just confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in their heart that you raised them from the dead, they'll saved. Maybe there's some people today that will take this vision opportunity to recommit themselves to your kingdom, to being used by you. And then maybe there's some people here to have a lordship question in their lives. Who will be the CEO of their life, the Lord of their lives? Father, I just believe that you have answered for all three of those situations. And Father, I just believe that when we come by faith and in humility, 
Father, you are the God who answers prayer. And so whatever the prayer is, whether it's for relationship for the first time or a coming back to you and a resurrender to you or it's a lordship question, Father, you are the God who answers prayer. Thank you for what you're doing in this day. Help us to be a part of what you're doing, to give ourselves to what you're doing in this day. so that your will and kingdom is done in Spotsylvania, just like it is in heaven. In your name we pray, amen. Hey, one of the things I said to you today is we're going to release our first, our first worship music video. And so why don't you watch this and I'll come back and close. Five, four, three, two, one, go.
This is a house for me because we sing, come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. Yes, we bring everything to the feet of Jesus. Everything in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. This is a house of miracles, and um, we're going we're gonna to keep going. Not somehow, but victoriously. And so we can do this. Let's go get this vision to his honor and glory. God bless you. Love you guys. <laughs>